Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dore. I appreciate you making some time today. couple notes before we get started. First, the compliance thing you hear from me every week. Don't invest based off of this commentary. Talk to your financial advisor. This is not individual investment advice, but instead just our broad opinion of the market. So make sure you're talking to somebody. We'd love it if you'd give us a call and chat about it if you have any questions. Second of all, quick note, there will be no weekly podcast next week on October 2nd. We will be back to you on October 9th. Sadly, I am traveling and won't be able to put it together. So with that, let's go ahead and dive in. I did my very best, guys. If you would go back and listen to the last few podcasts, I have really avoided talking about the Federal Reserve or Jerome Powell or inflation or interest rates or any of that stuff. I am as sick of talking about it on this podcast as I'm sure you are of hearing about it. So I've done my best to avoid it. But last week was Fed week. And as usual, what the Fed said and what Jerome Powell said, what they did was the biggest story in the markets. And the impact of their comments over the next few months is going to drive results in portfolios. So it is time. We got to buckle back up and dig back into Fed speak and see what we can discover. So let's take a look. September's meeting is an interesting meeting, an important meeting, because it's one of four times each year in March, June, September, and December that the Fed releases their Statement of Economic Projections, the SEP, and they release it after the meeting. And the SEP is famous for the dot plot, which market participants scour for insights into what's going to happen with interest rates. We'll get to that in a second, but I think there's some other really good meat in the SEP that's worth looking at. And most importantly, it's worth looking at to compare to what they've said in the past. What's happening to the Fed's opinion? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? And right in the first page of the SCP, they show their median outlook and they compare it with what they said at the previous meeting in June. And what we saw was actually a couple of pretty interesting things. There weren't a lot of wild swings, but first the baseline for GDP was probably the most dramatic change. 2023 GDP, they've now doubled from where they were in June at 1%. They're now saying 2.1%. And they've bumped the 24 number up from 1.1% to 1.5%. The Fed is more bullish on the economy. Second of all, their unemployment expectations dropped as well. They've now brought 2023 unemployment down below 4% to 3.8%. And they've lowered their peak expectations for unemployment, which were supposed to happen in 24 and 25, from 4.5% to 4.1%. I'd also remind you that that's well below the long-term average. The long-term average since World War II is 5.71%. So 4.1% unemployment, there's nothing wrong with that. And finally, they're anticipating core PCE, which is, as we all know, their preferred measure of inflation, to drop further this year than they previously anticipated. They're now expecting it to get down to 3.7% instead of the anticipated 2.9%. Right on the first page of the SCP, GDP up, unemployment down, inflation dropping quicker than expected. By any measurement, that's all good news. So what happened? Why did we get the normal, pessimistic, post-Powell market reaction? And and it's not even post-Powell, it's during Powell. I can, you know, I included the chart again this week in the memo, but if you look at what happened from the moment he started speaking until the moment the market closed on Friday, it was all downhill from there. 
The first thing comes back to the dot plot. The dot plot is really where all the trouble happened, both for Powell at the podium and for the market after he spoke. But to better understand it, I think we need to take a step back and look at what the Fed put out in June. You may recall me saying at the time that it was a surprising projection. We'd been seeing really good inflation data, and all of a sudden, the Fed was getting more hawkish. There was a consensus, and that consensus amongst the Fed members was that they would drive rates higher. All but three members were stacked between a final rate of 5.25% and 6% for 2023. And of that, there was a sizable group that anticipated rates getting down below 4.6% by the end of 2024. The problem with last week's dot plot was twofold. Number one, the market really, 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 really hoped that the Fed would say they're done raising rates. They didn't. In fact, the majority opinion in the dot plot was that there would be one more rate increase this year. And second of all, the projections for next year aren't as good as we saw in June. The median projection is that the federal funds rate will get down to 5.1% instead of the 4.6% we were seeing last quarter. If you're a reader of our memo, you know that every time I include a chart, I have to put past performance is not indicative of future results. It's a silly trope, but there's a team of lawyers out there somewhere that think it somehow protects us from liability. But in this case, when it comes to the dot plot, it couldn't be truer because past dot plots have been notoriously inaccurate. Do you remember the one from December 2021? The Fed projected that they would raise rates 0.75% in 2022. (laughs) I wish. Instead, we got the quickest raise in interest rates in history. I would caution the market to take that same approach with this month's data. Yes, they may raise rates one more time. In the end, that is not that big of a deal. In fact, Chairman Powell was quoted as saying so. He said, quote, I would not attribute huge importance to one hike in macroeconomic terms. And he's right. A 0.25% hike or a drop is not a huge swing when we're already at five and a quarter to five and a half percent. It is not going to make or break things. And when it comes to next year, when it comes to next year, I have zero confidence in their projections, and you shouldn't either. Now, careful was the word of the day when it came to Powell's press conference. He used some version of that word 16 times in his comments, and he started with it right out of the gate with this statement, quote, Looking ahead, we are in a position to proceed carefully in determining the extent of additional policy firming that may be appropriate, end quote. Most of the world saw the SCP and the dot plot and concluded that last week's meeting was a, quote, hawkish pause. Yeah, we didn't raise rates, but there was an indication they're going to keep rising and that they're going to stay there for longer. But what if Powell's comments meant something else? He was asked later in the press conference if a soft landing was now the baseline expectation for the economy. He didn't obviously take the bait. A Fed chairman promising a soft landing would be a disaster. But he did note that the path to a soft landing had widened, apparently. And then he said it again, right after that. I also think, you know, this is why we're in a position to move carefully. Fed speak is its own language. There is a constant back and forth between trying to deliver a message to the market without trying to give away too much information. But this time, I actually think it was pretty clear. Powell was saying that he believes that the interest rate moves over the last 18 months, combined with the strength of the economy that they noted in the SEP, put the Fed in a position of strength, a position that does not force them to keep moving the interest rate needle, but instead allows them to proceed carefully. They are not forced to raise rates. They can sit back, watch what happens, and react to it instead of trying to drive it. That is new. Until now, the Fed has been trying to catch up. 
Finally, I think Powell was telling us we have some room to breathe, some room to be careful. The inflation battle may not be over, but I think Powell announced last Wednesday that we're winning it. So we'll wrap it up there. If you have any questions, I'd encourage you to give us a call. You can always reach us at the office at 515-273-1333, or you can visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I look forward to touching base with you in two weeks when we get back to this podcast on October 9th. Talk to you soon. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm. 